Okay, welcome to the Footy Museum and the Footy Museum Podcast. I am Justin Witte, and I am joined, as always, by co-director Maria Van Dyken Lee. Hi, Maria. How are you? Hi, Justin. I'm doing great today. You're not related to any of those um, punk Dutch players that played the U.S. this week, are you? I think you and I have the mutual cousin. <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> you know that that watching that game... I did feel more genetic affinity mm-hmm. to the Dutch side, but I was definitely rooting for the United States. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's just like flashbacks to high school. It was for, for me. And not good. <laughs> <laughs> all those names, all that, all that blonde hair bobbing mm-hmm. around. It was, it was wild. Um, I used to have a blonde ponytail too. Really? Yeah. A long one. Your, your your hair is very very brown. It's very brown and it's very short. Did you dye it? No. Bleach it? Because when it it's photosensitive, so like as it gets longer, oh, yeah. the longer it lives, the blonder it gets. But now I shear it off every three months. So so it's like your your Samson, but your Dutchness gets yeah. stronger the longer your Which hair grows. Which explains why I can't lift a piece of paper. <laughs> no, not strength. I think Dutchness. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, gosh, there's still so much going on each week. It's just been crazy with all the all the football going on with the World Cup and the crazy schedules. Uh, and then League's Cup, um, Messy Watch. Messy Watch. Messy But we should stick first with the World Cup. Um, let's talk about the most immediate game, the U.S. versus the Netherlands. Second game for the U.S. in the group stage. Not a great start to that match. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you, me, and Jeremy, all three of us predicted a win for the Netherlands. We did. Even before the game started, though, but it was looking that way. And my my take on that was I feel like the U.S. team has been um, coasting and they haven't corrected. Mm. You know what I mean? They're still good enough where it's like they can cover up their coaching problems, some of the like uh, shape problems, the discipline problems they have. And I feel like that that's been simmering, hmm. but they've been so dominant so long. They're like, well, if we just keep push the way we pushed before, if harder, we just have enough heart. Right. <laughs> and I just, you keep waiting for that, um, that come up. And, and like, I know the Dutch aren't the Dutch, right? They're not Spain. Uh, they're not England. They're not Japan. But they are good. They're like that next level down. It felt like their defense was pretty solid. They were just very organized, yeah. um, especially in the first half. You could just see the shape throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Like it was a very, they were very structured in their position. The way they moved the ball around, they had an idea With of the what they wanted to do. efficiency of <laughs> the a <Dutch>. boat <laughs> through a canal. Of a well-placed brick in a perfect row home. <laughs> Of a tulip yes. growing in the tulip. The efficiency of a judgmental stare. Uh, <laughs> are you going to clean that up? <laughs> you only vacuum once a week. Oh, a, I guess this is okay. Um, I don't know where that accent went <laughs> up. But um, and and the U.S. seemed frantic. Oh my gosh, that that's the one thing I take away is like they were just clumping around the ball. Mm. When they uh, when they got the ball, it was kind of like a mad rush. Either you had a, a solo player like rushing into two defenders, or mm-hmm. it was just like bomb it forward. There was 
there seemed to be no patience or calmness or idea of what they should be doing. Yeah. Otherwise, we're like, we're going to we're going to hustle. We're going to one on one. And so it looked and so it ended up feeling very sloppy. Mm. What stuck out to me was some just like terrible, terrible, terrible clearances from oh, the back. Yeah. yeah. Just like straight into the feet. And in, in, in I can't remember the Dutch word for feet. <laughs> feet. Foot. No. Foot. Because <laughs> feet is bicycle. Um, Bicycles. But <laughs> and it, we I think we commented during the game. um that it looked like Chicago Fire type defending like late in the game where the players were frantic. They weren't quite sure what to do. And then they were nervous. So when they did decide to just clear it, they weren't confident on mm. it. So they were like short, miss hit. So I feel I feel like they were lucky to only give up one to Holland. What do you think? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I have... I wasn't on like pins and needles the whole time because it's still group stage. But if that was an elimination game, I would have been losing my mind. It's still group stage, but if they had lost that game Mm -hmm. um, and then Portugal is kind of a wild card, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's their first world cup, but they have some good players. And if they somehow were caught off guard and ended up tying, all of a sudden they could potentially not make it out of the group stage. You know what I mean? It happens fast. So it's like, uh, even though it is a group stage, it's, you can't, you can't sleep on it, and that would, and that would be a just a monumental disaster. It would be, I mean, just epic. <laughs> I just the the world in which just existing as a woman um, <laughs> in the United States can be a struggle sometimes, or even just existing as a woman online. All the shit you get all the time from anybody who is like. You know, girls can't play sports. It's a hype. They see yeah. they weren't that good. Well, you know what? Soccer's hard. It is. <laughs> World Cups are hard. And, and tournaments are hard. The top teams always. But luckily, um, you can try to say that shit. But then if, if we come back with some Lindsay Horan energy, you better mm-hmm. watch out. Yeah. Because, it, you know, the second half, the U.S. came out, definitely started controlling the game. Um, and you could see that the uh, Dutch team start to get tired. And I don't know what the Dutch's coach, the Dutch coach's idea was, but before the game kind of like trash talking the U S team, like I get, you want to pump your players up, but that is some uh, locker room headline stuff. Like, like saying that, you know, (laughs) maybe the U S doesn't have the fitness anymore. Did he say that they don't have the fitness anymore or did he say that everyone else is getting more fit? He said everyone's getting more fit and he suggested that that the tides are going to change. I think the uh, the undercurrent of the statement was very clearly like U.S. is not what they used to be. Um, And I just I just think like as a coach before a game. Why give anything to the the opposition Mm -hmm. like publicly? You can say that stuff because I do think that um, one thing about the U.S. team that's consistent, the women's team, um, is like if you challenge them, they are going to ride. You know, they are not backing down. This is the part of the game where you really see the difference between the men's team and the women's team. So this was like a tough match. They were down one. But there's that winning mentality. Mm-hmm. So they came out like, we we still, this is our game to win. 
And you kind of saw that urgency in the players, even though the coach made only one sub the whole game, which I don't understand. Um, like, I, I know he said, oh, they were getting in a good rhythm, but you also need these players on the bench to get warmed up in the World Cup too because you're yeah. going to need them down the stretch. And these are quality. It's not like there's a big drop-off. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I mean, they. what's Rose? Rose Lavelle. Rose Lavelle. Like, she's one of their top players, isn't she? And she was... Yeah. In. Yeah. And she made a difference. She yeah. was, she, uh, she had the set piece, the corner, yeah. uh, that Haran beautifully headed in. And obviously that was a practice, uh, set piece. Like she knew right where that mm-hmm. was going. But before we get ahead of ourselves, I do want to go back to the Haran. So, uh, Haran took a very hard foul, uh, by her, uh, teammate, uh, her, her club teammate. Uh, what's her name again? Uh, Vanderdunk. Vanderdunk. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, and it should have been a card. I mean, it was it was late. It was high up the leg, and Haran let her know, you know, like that that was yeah. that was bullshit. And um, she had to because she went down. She had to step off, and then when she stepped back in, you know, she was kind of calling uh, Vanderdunk out on the field. Yeah, and then it was kind of annoying because then the ref was like come here you guys make nice you know what i mean it's like well no they like that ref didn't call us like a single thing the whole game no you know but she tried to make them like shake hands or something and i love that like uh haran you could see her say like play the effing game let's play that <laughs> game and like you don't need to like they don't need to make nice it's the no. world cup you know what i mean like it wasn't called it was legit but um i think that's a that was an easy point in any game where a player could have let that frustration from that non-call kind of um, into a frustrated energy that would have mm-hmm. been negative. It was awesome to see her just like laser focus and like, I mean, within minutes, seconds of coming back in, she yeah. scored the equalizer. It was the next thing just that dominate. happened. Yeah. Like, um, and that was like, that's why the U.S. team is still like the favorites, I think, because they have that mentality and they, and they still obviously are like a top skilled team. Um, I think it is, there is some truth though, that there are a lot of other teams that have caught up. Yeah. And so it's down to, it's really down to the margins more when mm-hmm. they could use, just blow, blow through. Cause like if that, who knows if that foul didn't happen and then there they was still that confusion, maybe yeah. it wouldn't have happened, you know, cause they were not having much luck no. and run of play. How often do they have to come up from behind too? Cause usually they score first. I mean, in the world cup, that I think that was like the first time because that's a totally different game too. If you 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 concede one and you're not used to conceding, but these are you score. top level pros. They in their club games, but as and a group, a, though, yeah, yeah, it's true. Because um, it's about trust as well. They have to trust each other to be able to come back. Yeah, I, I think that that was some of the narrative. I wonder though because they. Uh, these players play so many games, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, um, I think they know, I think that they have the mental and they showed it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That they have that mentality. So it was, it was a better, it wasn't a great second half. It was better. They had the energy. They still can't, uh, seem to put something together from the run of play. Yeah. It's like the set pieces. And then they had some chances on the break, which they couldn't quite put away. Uh, Morgan on the clearly offside one, but it was yeah, a nice finish. Very and then, offside. I, who was on the who on the break on the left? Um, was it Rodman? I don't remember, but that was another one. But really, when it when the Dutch had time to get back, and and at that point they were pretty much parking the bus with 
like everyone the number of players in orange in the box it was just like they were just absorbing pressure but the u.s didn't have they didn't have a player out there either with maybe with the energy or the creativity the running play to to do mm-hmm. that that final thing that's where i was like bring in someone off the bench yeah. you know what i mean uh, anyway they made it did you have th- uh, I, I just talked a lot about it what what other takeaways did you have from that game it was fun it was a fun it was a fun game, game. i i do love the the melon popsicle color of <laughs> that dutch kit <laughs> the dutch kit is nice it, it was, was like an orange sickle it is it, it is i don't know how they get that that brightness um but it was a good kit still the not dutch, the dutch kit and the french kit both have these kind of like soft take on orange and blue that's yeah. kind of nice they're trying to push like put you mean push as far as they can to not quite be the color that it is yeah yeah <laughs> they had a little white here and there well i feel bad the dutch are, their uniforms are pretty consistently this yeah the same it's like you're gonna wear all orange yeah and the, like, you will have the royal crest again. at some point yeah. it's like in harry potter when they get their christmas sweaters they're like oh <laughs> i do have i have a um a dutch national team jersey from like it's like 12 or 14 years old and it's 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 crazy and for whatever reason that year the badge is gigantic <laughs> and I, i'm trying to imagine like running around the, the the pitch with and it was like it's a sonon badge it was like pre like good digital badge oh, so version. it's like really out yeah, there it's it like just sticks like, out it's like, oh, that would be so bad i think that too about the u.s uh, kits because they have the the off-center um badge now but then they have the champion badge in the center mm-hmm. and then the nike it's just a lot going on yeah for, and i still don't like those splatter kits but anyway portugal's next don't know much about them yeah we'll see we'll see yeah anything else from the you know per our conversation last week about the um world cup branding in this game seeing some of the transition graphics with it I like it less than I did oh, before. No. I didn't like how they used the background shapes. Uh, you know what bothers me is um, multiple font weights mm. on their, uh, like, if they list multiple teams, they increase the font weight depending on how long the name of the country is. And I'm like, that feels unnecessary. Mm. But, eh. Oh, well. Oh, well. That's why we're here, to talk about things like that. <laughs> um, so that's exciting. The hours are... are I miss so many games. Yeah, it's hard. Luckily, to... they're really catering to the U.S. audience with the timing of the of the U.S. games. But isn't the Portugal one a 2 a.m. game? Yeah, I'll be at fourth though. You are? I'm going to try. Is that a stay up or get up? That's a great question. What day of the week is it? It's it's tough because it spans the gap. Like 2 a.m. Yeah. stay did, up. If you did first sleep and second sleep, yeah. my second sleep starts around 3 a.m. I don't know. Because I feel like 2 a.m. stay up, but the end of the game, 4 a.m., that's definitely wake up. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So other uh, things going on um, in the U.S. Oh, did you see, speaking of all the teams touring, did you see the uh, Wrexham Man United Juniors team? No. Where um, the, the Wrexham, who's their main striker? Paul Mullen. Got a punctured lung. <gasps> no. Yeah, punctured oh, no. lung. The uh, the United goalie 
came out with just a horrible late um, tackle. It was and for a preseason game, so he's going to be out long term. Long <gasps> term. Um, and they were like, uh, I mean, that's inexcusable in a in a friendly. I mean, now they were playing essentially Man United Junior. How um, did he? Was that a what'd you say a rib? It was probably yeah. I would imagine that's what would happen—a broken rib or into a the shift. Lungs. He came out with a shift. He came out and just shipped him. It was the Man United prison squad. <laughs> so that was that was not cool. Um, wow. And then yeah. I've heard talk too that because of the popularity of these summer tours in the U.S. and because of I'm sure all the U.S. owners, there's serious talk about having regular, actual Premier League games in the U.S. So just like they do NFL games like in London. A little cultural exchange. I don't know. You don't you wouldn't like that? (laughs) No, it'd be fun. But would that have I'm also just fine with not that. (laughs) Like that's not something I've been dying for. Yeah, I just think they see a way to make money. Well regularly fill, you know, eighty thousand seat stadiums, which they don't have many of over there. I Um, guess that's true. So they want to fill the space and yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of torn on it. I also think it's bad for for MLS. Yeah. Um, and it's just, but it's just the whole, I mean, in a world where also last week PSG accepted that insane offer from Mbappe from the Saudi league, oh, where if goodness. he goes, he's going to make $773 million a year. So it, it just feels like there's this this crazy unchecked yeah. shift going on. Jeremy and, uh, turned off all of his notifications for transfer news. He blocked all Saudi related ones. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of them. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but back in the good old MLS, it is still leagues cup, which is the, um, all the MLS teams versus league MX teams. And we got to see Messi play his first game starting and, uh, <laughs> he had a brace and one true assist and one MLS assists because MLS um, counts like secondary assists. It's really weird. But participation but trophies. He, he and uh, Busquets just. I mean, I don't know if anyone on Atlanta United staff had heard of Lionel Messi <laughs> um, or had watched any tape, but for some reason their team was instructed to like lay off, give him room. Really? <laughs> like, no, I don't know if they were instructed that way, but oh, they sure that played that way. I mean, it, the, the amount of space they gave them, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was fun to watch Messi score, but it was so, it was too easy. It was so easy. Remember, I seem to recall a time when you thought that he wouldn't be scoring as much or having. Well, he, he hasn't would... played an actual MLS game yet. That's this is true. all League's Cup. So. I'm going to stick by. Do you know if they're if Atlanta used their usual starters? Yeah, but here's the thing about Atlanta is they're actually bad. <laughs> when they came into the league, they're really good. And Tata Martino, who's now coach of Miami, was their coach. And they had Miggy Almarone of Newcastle fame now. And they were actually good. And I think in a lot of people's minds, it's still that Atlanta, but they're not a good, they're not. They're not a good team. I mean, as evidence from that. But it's brought up a bigger discussion about just defense in MLS and I and I also just think MLS with Messi coming with this League's Cup where it's all the teams from Mexico and US side by side and then in that debacle of a all-star game I think you know MLS has agreed to all these things for exposure and growth 
but they better be ready to act on what they learn because I think mm. it's also exposing a lot of flaws with the league. Like one is that they don't invest in defending yeah, because so, you can't make money. And it's like, this could be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Like if, if, if Messi actually just completely dominates, that's actually bad for the league, I think, because people are like, well, he's just playing around and no one mm. can even keep close. Or if in this league's cup, the top... Mexican teams, which all the top teams have so far for Mexico, just have a, a walk in the park. I don't know. So I hope hmm. maybe it spurs some um, some changes in the league. So, so you feel like they're prioritizing just exposure and, and corporate bigness over quality football? Well, they're, they, they took on all these things like Messi and everything, obviously for money, but mm-hmm. I think it's exposing problems in the league. And it's primarily with roster rules. Like they, they can only spend large amounts of money on a few players. Yeah. And they can't spread it through the whole squad. And we'll see if they, um, I don't know, if they, if they adapt to it. But I, think, I do think that you're right and I was wrong. I think Messi will score a ton of goals in MLS. <laughs> and it's still fun to watch. I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. um, he's a joy to watch. But it would be nice if it didn't look like um, practice. <laughs> so we'll see about that oh it's hot in here it's not as hot as, as it was supposed to be today though for that that's great true yeah. it's supposed to be over 100 we're just spoiled here in the midwest we're yeah this quality stuff right now speaking of midwest did you catch any of the chicago minnesota game last night i did the minnesota the chicago fire's first league's cup game um where they it was a back and forth uh, they went down one zero. Were they up first or did they go down? They went down first. Yeah. Okay, because I only caught the second half. Um, they went down um, until pretty late in the game. And then um, our guy, um, why am I blanking on his name? Um, Gutierrez. Oh, yeah, Gutierrez. Guti drew a penalty like he, he does. He loves to split defenders. He's very good at it. I think yeah. it was a legitimate penalty. But yeah, like, it was. I don't know what they were doing. Like he, he, he's very good at splitting defenders and then like they just end up knocking him out. And then, so Shaq goes to shoot the penalty and there's another one like the, uh, the child of a goalkeeper from Minnesota. I don't even know his name, but he has the most peach fuzzy. He's, his face is such beard. a baby face. He has got the babiest face and the, they have a baby with peach. a strap on Amish beard. As yeah, a goalie. That's what <laughs> and he thought like, you know, it's a good idea. No, be a good idea before this penalty is if I if I talk shit to Shakira, <laughs> and it was like, and I actually think that was why they lost the game because See? he tried to talk shit to Shakira. Shakira was like, okay, destroyed him on the penalty, then was pumped up, mm-hmm. um, and then I think the goalie was deflated because yeah. Minnesota did pull one back. Um, but then between like almost, the 70th and 84th minute, the, the fire scored two. Yeah. But neither of them were great strikes. I just felt the goalie was like off his game. And I think mm-hmm. he invited that on himself by like trying to like this is the do theme this of mind the week. game and just getting like destroyed. <laughs> but I was, it was, uh, it was enjoyable. Like um, neither goal was great. And Kai Kamara scored the winner off a header like he mm-hmm. does he does 
but then he gets man of the match. But I don't, I don't think his play otherwise was good at all. Well, he wasn't on that long. He had a few. He's a lot of like Aaron. He takes a lot of wide shots all the time, right? And who was he yelling at after he scored? Was he yelling I at Shakiri? I thought he was yelling at the coach because, or somebody was upset that he took that shot. I think Shaq kind of was like, well, because prior to that he he skied a shot, just yeah. like ridiculous. And that's my thing with with him. It, he's real loose, real loose touch. Uh, but he managed to get these headers. At, like it's because he's points. very tall and has a huge forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so they were not expected to win. And that also means across all competitions, six wins out of their last seven, which is pretty awesome. And now they play Puebla. Unfortunately, it's in Bridgeview, so I will not be going. I'm not going Your back favorite to, place on I'm earth. not going back. Um, but it was fun. I don't think they played great. Yeah, uh, but it was nice to see a win. Yeah. yeah. If this had been a few months ago, and they won a game and Leeds had a friendly against Forrest uh, yesterday and they won 2-0. And so if that had been a few months ago, you and I would be like, woo. Oh, yeah. It would be amazing. Yeah. Now we're getting used to it. We're getting used to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting used to all this winning. We're tired of winning. Just, I'm a, as a Chicago Fire fan, I'm just sick of all the winning. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, speaking of England, the Premier League is fast approaching. And we thought we'd just do some quick Premier League predictions this year. So, first, top three, bottom three. <laughs> There's no basis for my analysis. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can just, just come up with something. Like, okay, this is my top three. I think it's going to be Arsenal and City again. But then I think Newcastle. Okay. will be top three because they have all that state money. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. How about bottom? Bottom three. Also, no basis for this at all. Bottom three, I think, will be Forest and then Sheffield United and Luton Town. Okay. I mean, no basis, but I could see that. Yeah. I think Luton Town is definitely going to struggle. The only thing I'd say is sometimes the first year team that's up if they still kind of remain, have, keep that yeah. mentality of the championship. And I don't, I haven't been following them. I don't know how many changes they've made uh, in terms of the coaching and all of that. Have they completely changed their... I don't know, but I, I think that Burnley's going to stay up based on Vincent Company being the manager there. Um, so my top three is similar to you. I'm going to go Arsenal 1, City two, and actually I'm going to put Chelsea at three. And I'm, I think that I think Newcastle is still going to be right on the edge. Chelsea obviously have a still have a, a large stable of players. Now I think under uh, Pochettino they might they seem to look good in preseason. So I'm going to take a risk okay. and say uh, Chelsea in the top three. Bottom, I'm I think Everton mm. definitely in the bottom three. They've kind of dodged a bullet for two years. They still have tons of financial problems. I don't. I think them dodging the bullet has maybe been a bad thing because I don't know that they're actually changing. They don't have the money or the interest to like bring in the quality hmm. players, and you know they're going to start off the year with Sean Dyche still and like um, I don't know. So I Everton definitely down there. Um, I'm going to I'm going to say Forest. Sorry, Jeremy. Um I, I I predicted that too. Yeah. 
And then I would do Sheffield down there as well. I'm going to give Luton, um, I think they're going to be lower table, but I think they're going to, this year, I think they're at bigger risk next year. Okay. So, okay. So we'll look back at this at the end of the year. <laughs> I think the top is pretty safe. We'll, we'll probably at least each of, you know, two out of those three. Yeah. I don't see any big. So what do you see the biggest surprise of this upcoming season? I I don't feel like this is really a big surprise, but I don't think City's going to win the league this year. Yeah, I mean, it's a surprise in terms of recent history. Yeah. But I agree. I think we're both saying Arsenal's going to win. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Not a big surprise, but... Um, it could be an upset. It could be an upset. Yeah. What do you have? Well, <laughs> I And I have my other big surprise. <laughs> I would say uh, the biggest surprise is I'm going to actually, I'm going to say Fulham makes qualifiers for um, uh, Champions League. Oh. So that would be, so that would put them at four, I guess. Okay. So you don't, you think Newcastle would be. Yeah. I guess that that contradicts, that contradicts what I was saying, but maybe, maybe I'm saying it's just so, it's such a big surprise. It even surprises me. (laughs) So, yeah, I would change that. I would okay. say Newcastle um, would be five. Um, so I'm going to give that Fulham. My other big surprise, the introduction of MLS-style penalties, <laughs> as always. <laughs> well, I think the other big surprise is they're going to decide to incorporate that uh, mic'd up ref thing. I would, I hope they do that, like it's they do in the World fun. Cup. Penalty! <laughs> um, that it's would be fun. fun. All right, player of the year in the Premier League. I think the safe one would be Holland is still going to rack up the numbers. but Everyone's talking about Declan Rice. Declan Rice. Yeah. Declan is that Rice. your choice? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Miggy Elmerone. Okay. Yeah. I have a soft spot for him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he, first year kind of struggled. Last year he did pretty good. He did great. And I think third season, he's going to be top player. And I just love him so much. Yeah. I, th- I just think, even though you, you make fun of his no, I never size did. of his mouth. <laughs> I never said that. I th- um, My player of the season, my prediction for my player of the season is Matoma. Oh, I forgot Brighton. They could easily be top but three. They too. just lost McAllister to um, it Liverpool. So I think that's probably going to affect them a bit. All right. And then um, do we have, do you have a newcomer of the year? I, I tried. Sure. I tried to come up with something and I had a little joke prepared and then I realized that it didn't work because <laughs> I thought that Beckham's kid was signed to um, Brentford, but he's signed to their B team. So oh. I was going to be like, he's going to get it because he's a Nepo baby. Um, but that doesn't, he's a B team Nepo baby. I changed it a little bit. I'm actually um, choosing Lutton Town as newcomer of the year. I think they're going to defy expectations. And I think everyone's going to love playing in that stadium. Is this for a team or a player? Well, it, you'd, you'd think normally player, but I decided to break <laughs> the rules. And so there it is. Okay. My my newcomer of the year is Vincent Company. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then... What is the uh, see? That's that's also the biggest surprise is that <laughs> <laughs> Vincent Company is the newcomer of the year. Oh, wait, I'm gonna change it. My 
my newcomer of the year for the Premier League is Lionel Messi, <laughs> who will be, he'll do the old uh, David Beckham off season, another league, and then uh, newcomer of the year, Lionel Messi. <laughs> <laughs> and he will play for Lutton Town. Uh, okay. And then best kit. Have you seen how many uh-huh. new kits are out? Let's see. Let's look at these. It's definitely not <laughs> Arsenal. No. This is Bournemouth. Bournemouth, yeah. I feel like it's kind of classic. Um, yeah, the red, black stripes red is black. pretty... It's sharp. Um, the away is kind of a like a Japanese-inspired... Hokusai. Hoku, yeah. yeah, Hokusai-type water. Yes. Block print-type thing. Not a fan of that one. And they have the ring tee uh, neckline. These, I don't um, like those. These ringer tee neckline and arm hem... Definitely very present this year. Yeah, City started that last year. I didn't like yeah. it. And then now everyone's kind of... It's better than the awful Nike, like, spear necks. I don't like those yeah. Nike ones. This, uh, yeah, Arsenal's, samesies. And you don't like this highlighter one. I don't like the... Hi- I mean, I give them credit for really trying something new. Mm-hmm. But the bright yellow uh, highlighter, not a, not a fan of that one. I don't like the mesh effect. Like, they have a visual mesh effect. Yeah. I don't, it looks like a ski outfit from mm. the 90s, not... Bring back too many memories. Your <laughs> <laughs> days on the slope. The Cannondale, yeah. <laughs> the, Trash the mound. mound. <laughs> Trash mound. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brentford. Can, you know, one that, that we can keep going through. The Brentford, um, their new kit... I don't understand the pink and like aqua blue. Uh, I just don't get it in terms of it has zero connection to the team's colors in my mind. Hmm. Um, and it's too much. They just kind of like picked something. I think, I think the pattern is real popular and, and I think these teams now are always, um, just trying to do something different. So people buy new kits, yeah. but, um, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like some of the teams went really simple this year, which mm-hmm. I actually like. Like some teams are still catching on with the pattern. Let's talk about this one. Brighton's. Brighton's me, away? Brighton's away. They just stole Austin FC's kit in my mind. It's not the same green. It's pretty close. Let's say, uh, it's for listeners, close. it's bl- green and black stripes. Yes. But does Austin have the ringer T style collar? No, but I don't know. As an MLS fan, I just see Austin on that. Um, Austin's is better. It is better. Um, well, I think a lot of MLS kits are better, yeah. honestly. These Burnley ones, these Burnley yellow ones. Oh, like with the road stain on them? Yeah, they have oh. a tire tire tracks. This on yellow. reminds me of, um, for some reason, like gas station or like oh, yeah. oil change branding. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Like, they're the team that are going to do the quick change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it, especially because they're sponsored by Waste Management, right? <laughs> they, I think they are. So Wait, really? Isn't that what that W is? W88? I, I assumed oh, it was. Oh, no. It looks like the Waste Management logo. It's not. It may not be, but I. it looks just like the Waste Management. So it fits in even more. I assumed it was just betting like everything yeah, is. Yeah, probably. Um, Chelsea's blue is kind of nice. 
Yeah, and they have like a ret- it's a retro. It's that's one of the ones that've gone simple that I like. And they did the ringer just on the sleeves color contrast wise, even though it is still a ringer cut. Mm-hmm. And um, the crest is a little different colored on that kit yeah, too, which I pink. like. So it kind of pops. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's that's nice. one of my favorites. I like it. I do not like these Crystal Palace ones. Especially this one that's body painted on the player. It looks like Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, it looks... The top is definitely like Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, well, it's a palace. It's a palace window. Look. Oh, okay. Wow. Very literal. Okay. But it does look it's like Spider-Man. Cinch. <laughs> Cinched it a little too tight. Um, and then they look like the Argentinian uh, mm-hmm. kits, the other ones. Yeah. yeah. Everton. Oof. Oh, Just the classic Everton. Yeah, they're like, let's do the collar and then make it worse and put a pattern. I mean, that looks like... They put like a... Oh, boy, that, that just is Just a line not. pattern around the edge of the collar. And then their their, their away kits are horrible. This is going to be tough to wash with this collar. Yeah, You're and need tough to, to watch. So <laughs> <laughs> the away kits look like a cheap t-shirt you got for the promotion of like the Lion King in the, well, in the 90s. On the theme of uh, customer service... I know steak.com is not a fast food place, but it sounds like one. <laughs> this this does look like a drive through outfit for like an American like burger yeah. place. So like, yeah, this is one of my least favorite ones. Oh boy. Poor Fulham. I like this Fulham one. It's not that different though. No, but I like, you like the two different colors. Shoulder I stripes. think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I, they always look kind of like a baseball t-shirt, which I think yeah. is kind of fun. Yeah, they're nice. They're kind yeah. of classic. They're interesting. Not my favorite, but they're no, okay. Compared yeah. to Tony the Tiger up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Compared to Everton, for sure. Um, Liverpool's is just a red shirt, but I ha- I love this photo shirt. I know. I love <laughs> this photo shirt. I just want to, like, I, you know, I have a, a, I, well, who doesn't love Mo Salah? But he looks a lot like a good friend of mine who is just the sweetest, warmest person. And I always think it's him, but it's like how he looked, you know, 20 years ago, oh. <laughs> which is when we really, but uh, they, he just looks like he's laughing so hard. And then they're dressed just like old school. Yeah. They like, look like they have my grandpa's pants. No, it's I think good. it's really It's fun. a very throwback too. just the white uh, collar sleeves mm-hmm. on the red, white and red. It's, it's a, a nice one. It's a nice one. I think this is perfect styling. I think it looks like dad's at a barbecue. Yeah. It's great. The sunglasses, wonderful. Like you got the memo. Yeah. And we won't talk about the away ones. No, it looks like a like a health it like, looks like, like a hospital the, uh, website. Yeah, hospital website. They sh- they had the same graphic designer as um New England Revolutions Away mm-hmm. kits, yeah. Um oh, boy. in town is not oh, good boy. news. It is bad news bears. It's just a reverse. Their home and away oh. is orange with a white but they stripe. Didn't have, and white with an orange fair. stripe. They probably had no money. No, they they developed these, these probably were years like ago. The, these were who had the, who had the yellow ones with the road stripe? Bur- was that Burnley? These were the misprints and they ah. got them on a, t- on a deal. Um, these Man City shoots are hilarious too. They just look like kids. They just look like kids sitting on like, a couch. We win everything. And then the, their third oh kit, they brought them out for Asian food, and they just took this terribly awkward photo in an Asian restaurant. I think they let Holland design <laughs> the third kit. It's like lightning. Stri- like I don't know if you've seen any footage of him over the break, like playing. Uh-uh. Like he was, there was a clip of him playing someone on FIFA and he got destroyed. I think I was taunting him, but he was wearing a full green, like jumpsuit 
hair in his braids. I'm like, you know, this guy's house is full of like golden tigers and like felt paintings. <laughs> and like, so I feel like, like the $10,000 oh beanbag chairs, yes. that kind of thing. It's like a fifth grader who's a, a millionaire. And then I think the, uh, <laughs> the lightning kit is all for Holland. Like, mm-hmm. I like the colors, but I do not like the design. And that's the third kit. We won't see it very often. I just thank think God. this photo shoot's hilarious. They're oh. like, we're going to take a really bad photo on location in an Asian restaurant. You know who's liking it? Graylish. Graylish. <laughs> Who loves it. He's still they're drunk. Gonna give him <laughs> I think he's still drunk. <laughs> they're like, you can have some pot stickers after this. He's I love after they, they do the parade. Just everyone. No one says... Jack Grealish might have a drinking problem, which should have been the full discussion. Everyone's like, oh, he's really into it. Dude was up all night wandering around shirt like uh, he just Grealishing. <laughs> oh, Grealish. Okay. Newcastle. Newcastle similar to before. Um, home kit, black and white stripes. Classic. Again, mm-hmm. a new kit sponsor. And then that Saudi. Then the Saudi one. The away. It's not their third kit anymore. It's just their away kit. Green. And their third kit just has a picture of the Saudi prince. Oh, no. (laughs) Of course, it's University of Michigan colors because that makes total sense. Um, They're okay. They're fine. They're fine. They don't really have a strong sense of identity. Um, Sheffield. I like that one. I like their home kit. It feels very football-y. Yeah. And I like because they look like they have not secured a kit sponsor yet. So kits it's, always look better when they don't have. You got to buy brand. it now. Yeah. Buy one now. Yeah. Because it's how the designer intended. This, their third kit just kind of looks. No, it's gray. Oh, but they're in a bright. Okay. They're in a bright red room. So it's got some cast, but it's gray and uh, it just kind of looks like a shirt. Yeah. It's nice. just a gray shirt. Yeah. Tottenham. Yeah. No. They got rid of the ugly collar, though. Yeah. It looks like Nike has gotten rid of that collar everywhere. Now, we are now at uh, West Ham, and the home is the same. I really like the away kit. <gasps> Remember when I said a perfect kit would just be a ringer tee? Well, that's that's what they did. That's what they did. They're listening. But the basically like embossed white uh, badge on the white mm-hmm. jersey, and then they did the multicolored ringer sleeves. In this case, I did not like the city one this year. I do like this one. I think um, it, it just helps that the kit or the um, badge is just totally white embossed. Now, does Betway, the kit sponsor, get have to pay extra to be the only legible thing on the front from a distance? Because it really yeah. just looks like a Betway shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you know, you know. <laughs> when I think West Ham, I think Betway. Yeah, that's right. Because I totally know what website that is <laughs> and use it. <laughs> Okay. Wolves, Wolves. home, same. It's yellow. What is the pattern on that? The pattern's not good this Mm. season. Except for Leeds. Yeah, but they're not in the Premier League, Maria. (laughs) We're talking about Premier League. Sorry. (laughs) They developed that kit two years ago. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. Moving on. That's it. That's all that's on this list. So I'm going to, you know, looking at this, West Ham away is number one for me. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um and then I would go with City and uh, Liverpool. So I'm going simple. Yeah, I had I the like same. I like the City Liverpool, and I would like the United um, home as well. I had West Ham, I had Liverpool, and I had the Fulham. Uh, 
Oh, because of the two, yeah, the contrasting yeah. Uh, shoulder stripes, the Adidas stripes. Yeah, but I, I do, I really like that, um, the West Ham one. And I do like that there's a, re- like h- half the team's got the memo, half went like crazier to pattern. But the like, that's funny, the top team's are like, yeah, that's, that's done. Patterns are so out. Yeah, I can't believe you did patterns. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's smart because... Well, maybe it's not smart to be Sally, but for a fan, when your club releases a simple kit, I think that's the one you want to buy because it's longevity. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Unless I feel like if you get one, of, yeah, but if you're just looking to like, you get one of these like third kits that are so of the moment, uh-huh. you're not going to want to wear it in two years, but like just a little tip, just a little inside <laughs> tip here at the footy museum. <laughs> How many kits do you have? I only wear one, which is a game-worn fire kit. And it, I wear it because it's actually very comfortable in the summer when it's hot. I have a two... What color sports bra do you wear under it? <laughs> you mean my tracker? My, like... My, because they really they need that? to be going with beige. <laughs> oh, no. This was pre... This is this is pre the, pre the uh, white kit. So it's not trans... So oh, it's, okay. it's a dark blue. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, those oh, ones are funny. I just asked you an out-of-context question about what color sports bra you are. Well, I was like... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the 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 uh, the white kits in the fire are very transparent. And they all just... They're, they're all the wearing wrong, bras. The wrong well, they are wearing bras. So yeah. it's like... Um, I'm looking to get at the city one. Um, it's tight. Because what they did with the with the badge. And also... You said city, but you mean Chelsea. Chelsea. I'm sorry. Chelsea. Uh, also, they also don't apparently have a kit sponsor at the moment and also the nike swoosh is multicolored. that this is a nice there this is really i'm gonna change i think this is number one i can't believe i missed on that although it does have some of the weird nike um structure to it uh back to me and i have two u.s kits uh dutch national team kit and randomly um montreal kit from like when I went to see the Women's World Cup there eight years ago, and we visited Stads de Saputo, and I bought a kit. So, so that's almost one for every every day of the week. Yeah, but some of them had forever, and I don't wear. Like I never wear that Dutch one, and I I think I got that like almost twenty years ago. Um, yeah, I only wear the the fire one. How about you? Are you a kid head? Um, I had a I had a handful in when I was in high school. Oh, what'd you have? Um, I had a Germany one. I think who was the the big guy back then? Podolski. Okay. Uh, Schweinsteiger. <laughs> also former fire player. Schweinsteiger. Um, I think I'm Argentina. I had an Argentina yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. I just I passed the age where um, me and a kid. Look sad. I look like an old guy in a in a in a soccer uniform. I have to start. I I do feel like I need to prop up my my dressing. I can't just go on other days. You can just throw on the the juice. So I, I'm not as drawn to them. There's some I really like. But you ought to get that Liverpool one and wear grandpa pants, plaid pants, and a braided <laughs> belt, and get a really nice pair of sunglasses. Well, then it gets hard. Like I see some style I like, but then I'm like, well. I'm, do I really support that team? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I do. And I do like the fire kits this year. The, uh, what's the name of their white kit? Anyway, they're uh, those kind of raw wild 
white kits that they have, but I would never wear one. I could never pull one of those off. They're pretty busy. That's why I guess I like the simple ones. I could see myself mm. wearing them. So, yeah. except I would never wear a Chelsea kit, I don't think. You know, you never know until you try. That's true. <laughs> why put limits on yourself? That's right. Maybe next year. Reach I'll just for be, the stars. I'll be all athleisure <laughs> all the time. So, all right. Well, we've rambled on a long time. Uh, so it'll be fun to look back on these predictions. So we are uh, meeting with um, a designer this week about um, the Footy Museum design, which will be exciting. We'll have more about that next week um, as we look to develop our a new officially designed, not designed by us, badge and website. So, yeah, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you're looking forward to? Well, I- World Cup? I'll have to flip a coin to decide whether to stay up for that game. Yeah, it's it's hard because the replays, with the way the news is, there's no way not to find out what happened. Yeah. So you really only have one choice. So that's exciting. I will watch um, Fire versus Puebla. And I will watch... Hey, it's working. And you're not going to go. I'm going to watch Messi's next game. I watched... I like all those fans in the stadium. I watched that game and until then Messi it off left. Yeah, because I, no, I have no investment in Miami. And I think Alba is joining them at the end of this week. So I don't know if, I don't know. It's fun to watch. It's fun mm-hmm. to watch. And then I can't believe the Premier League starts in two weeks. I'm, I'm really excited. I Soccer mornings are the best. They're the best. It's the best because you don't have. Leeds starts on the 6th. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get into the championship this year. Who do they play first? Cardiff. Oh, Cardiff, not Car- Cardiff. Sorry, <laughs> feeling fancy today. Cardiff. <laughs> well, that's exciting. It's oh, it, this is really the most exciting time. I look forward to all the storylines, all the drama. Um, I will not watch any Saudi games this year, so I'm not worried about that. Players are just going to disappear. <laughs> you got to block that Google alert. Oh, I don't get the Saudi Google alert. Or just the transfer alert. Transfer alert block Saudi. They lost know. one. I, Rodrigo went, I think, somewhere. Somewhere in Saudi Arabia. Well, the money they're offering is yeah. insane. So, uh, you know, I, I say all that, but, you know, if, if Saudi's looking for a podcast <laughs> at Mbappe numbers... You know, I got kids, so I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. That's it. We will talk to you next week. Seriously, you know. We love oil. Big oil. <laughs> On this hot, hot day caused by big oil. We just have to go back and erase all the previous pods. And just be like, oh, <laughs> we are. What would be the name of our, uh, the pod would be like, ultimate league pod (laughs) (laughs) what would we do with like a billion dollars worth of equipment we'd have to have like sound effects like but we develop our own sound effects we would review all of the kits in the saudi league but they're all amazing (laughs) perfection achieved if if supporter groups were allowed i'm sure they would be the best in the world how will they top it next year but i'm sure they will look at another tifo celebrating the royal family <laughs> drill baby drill okay now we're leaving <laughs> you're my <Bye. laughs>